Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, a Teen Mom Deep Dive podcast. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Guys, hi. Guess what? Can you hear the genuine smile on my face? I just finished watching Teen Mom Family Reunion, which credit to my friend Billy and also Kara. Kara, I see you. I hear you. I'm giving you credit. (laughs) I'm calling Teen Mom Ultimate Girls Trip, hence the title of this episode. Um, If you don't know, that's uh, the Real Housewives are doing Ultimate Girls Trips. And like, that's what this is. So it's Teen Mom Ultimate Girls Trip and Teen Mom Girls Night In, which is essentially the people's couch. But it's just like the cast of Teen Mom OG minus Mackenzie McKee, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, watching Teen Mom 2. They're watching the, is that the last season? I think it's the last season of the show. They started the premiere. Guys, I had a three like hearty, genuine laughs watching Girls Night In. I cannot fucking tell you the last time I laughed watching a Teen Mom show. Like actual, like I, the first time it happened, I like was, sh- I was like, did I just laugh at that? I, I almost could not believe it myself. I it was really enjoyable. Here's the deal. I fucking loved the show The People's Couch on Bravo, which I believe was ripped off of a um a British show called Gogglebox or something. But basically The People's Couch was just funny people watching television, not just Bravo, if I remember correctly. They watched like a bunch of different TV shows and you would watch their reactions to them watching the show. Um, It wouldn't be like the whole episode as far as I remember. So this is like we watched the whole episode of Teen Mom 2, which is that a lot because I've already seen these. Sure. But it's really enjoyable. I think it's probably not for everyone if you don't like this format in general. But I would actually guess probably most people listening to this podcast would like that format because you obviously like recaps and like hearing other people <laughs> talk about TV because you're listening to a recap podcast. So if you're listening to this and like Teen Mom, Girls Night In, I would definitely recommend. It's definitely a good background show. I bought the whole season on Amazon today for $1.99. I'm not sure why it was being sold for $1.99, but it was being sold for, or maybe $2.99 because I, I sprung for the HD version, you know. I really went I really went crazy over there. But they had it on sale for the price of one episode. I don't know if that glitch will get fixed, but I am definitely excited about this. So you guys should watch. I'm not going to recap Girls Night In because there's nothing necessarily to recap. Um, It's just like, like in this episode, it looks like in the season long they're going to switch up like who the cast member is with watching which I think is definitely a good idea but in this episode it was like they watched in their own segments they're all like in cozy clothes some of them are sitting in bed it was a really nice vibe so Cheyenne Zach Corey and Cheyenne's mom Margaret watched which they were the best they made me really laugh hard the three of them or the four of them um we learned that Cheyenne's mom got engaged while she was having sex is they're talking about like the position someone's in when they're proposed and Margaret goes he was on his back (laughs) Cheyenne goes were you on top (laughs) that was one of my hearty laughs I thought that was so funny they just also like I think that they bring in a really good perspective because for the most part they live pretty normal lives right like as far as we know they are all from pretty functional families they all they were not teen parents. They work jobs. I mean, that's debatable, but <laughs> they definitely have like a different perspective than some of the other cast members, in my opinion, just because I think that they come from a background that like they can watch the show and be like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> like they really, they really are able to provide like a Greek, a Greek chorus point of view. They also like really don't know any of these cast members personally. So I just think that like Cheyenne and her family are really good. First of all, they're fucking funny. They're funny. And then they like are very different from the people on Team Mom too. So I think it just works really well as like uh, commentators. I really liked listening to them. I mean, it was nice. They like they talk about Kale and they're talking about how like it's such an accomplishment that she's a single mom of four and like managed to get all this stuff done. They're like they when they were showing old clips of Leah, um, 
they were like is that they were literally like is that the same person like hold on is that are you sure that's the same person I don't I just really liked it um so then Kate and Tyler were watching on their bed with little baby Raya who's truly like she must be a month old in this I think they must have filmed this like right after um Ultimate Girls Trip was filmed and Tyler's just like holding the baby she's asleep it's really nice uh little baby Veda comes in and she's starting to look more like Nova suddenly like I feel like Veda suddenly is a toddler and she wasn't really looking like a toddler (laughs) on on the show. So I don't know where that came from. But they had a really funny moment when Caitlin is talking about Tyler basically acknowledges like how crazy it is that they're watching Isaac say he wants a pool and a trampoline because he's like, there's no way that Kale would have like ever said like, I want a pool or I want a trampoline. There's just no way because that would not have been an option for her. Like it wouldn't be an option for us. And Kate's like, well, you had a pool. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had a pool because my mom got it for free. I'm guessing she got like an above ground pool for free. And Caitlin goes, when I moved into a trailer and we had a yard, my mom had always told me that when we had a yard, she would buy me a horse. And so when we moved into the trailer, I asked her where the horse was. And it just was like. I don't know. The way she delivered the line was very funny. Um, And who? Oh, so then it was like Taylor and Macy. Something I found interesting is that like Macy was calling Devoin Devoin, not Devon. So and she was like at one point she asked Taylor, she's like, do you want a spoiler? And she like gave an update on like what's going on with Devoin now. And I was like, oh, okay, Macy's keeping up with the goss. I like to see that, which is interesting because Macy's not really active on social media. Um, So I was like, okay, so Macy stays plugged in. I like to see that. And then it was Amber and Gary, which like their vibe was okay. I would say Amber is my least desired person on this because she has such little self-awareness, <laughs> like such little self-awareness. Although when they were watching Sean and Jade, they were acknowledging that Amber was Sean <laughs> and Gary was Jade. So I was glad to hear that at least. But I don't know. It's just it's hard to... It's for me, it's like hard to watch Amber judge other people. And like at one point, though, she says that she wants to start GoFundMe so that the team mom girls, the team mom two girls don't have to work anymore. There are a lot of comments on how like the team mom two girls have jobs outside of the show, which I found interesting. Um, Kind of goes to show that the OG girls are well, uh, like we know that like Leah and Kale don't have like traditional jobs. It's the newer girls that have jobs like Brie and Jade. Ashley I don't know I don't know if Ashley has I know she like does she does like kale type of stuff like she it seemingly has some side hustles but I don't think she holds like a traditional job she was in school though wasn't she where is did Ashley finish school I honestly can't remember can't remember that but yeah Amber at one point says she wants to start GoFundMe for them which that made me laugh as well. Right at the beginning, they're showing Kale getting family pictures, and Tyler goes, "Oh, that. Oh, wait, they hire professionals to take pictures. That's why their Instagram pictures all look good because they have people taking their Instagram pictures." <laughs> it was just funny. I definitely recommend it. I think I'm gonna try and watch it. I don't know if I'll watch it every week. I just don't know if I'll have the time to watch it every week. But I'm definitely gonna try and watch it and like maybe do a little recap like I'm doing here which is not really a recap just talked about like the moments that I liked or found interesting um and I suggest that you guys watch it I thought it was fun um Mackenzie McKee is not featured in here and Mackenzie McKee is not <sighs> Mackenzie's had an interesting week um as you all know Mackenzie McKee is like my super villain at this point I think she is awful and I've had a realization okay So Mackenzie is not on Ultimate Girls Trip, which I will say one thing is like they keep saying over and over again, we said invite everyone. We said invite everyone. It's like, well, stop saying that because Janelle is not here. Although we do know that Janelle was like in very loose talks with MTV about the possibility of her coming. And of course, right away, she said David has to come and they're like, "Okay, go fuck yourself. Bye. Which is just so Janelle blowing the bag like I mean, Kale has enough money that she could blow this off that it wasn't worth her going to this or filming. So I'm guessing it wasn't that much money. But like, 
Janelle doesn't have that type of money. Like if they got fifty thousand dollars for a week and a half worth works of worth or worth a week and a half worth of work. <laughs> that's a that's a tongue twister. If they got fifty thousand dollars for that or something, like that is probably pretty good money for Janelle. I mean, that's good money for me. An extra fifty K is like would be like really a significant you know, that would make a big difference in my yearly income, just an extra 50K. I think probably for most of us, it would make a pretty significant difference in our yearly income. But for someone like Janelle, like Janelle's like in our socioeconomic class now, I think. I have no idea like what kind of money she makes from the creator fund. Probably not that much, but I would guess like a decent amount. I, I don't know how Janelle makes money. I assume credit card she lives on credit cards I honestly have no idea like what kind of income she's bringing in and so for her to blow like a possible even a $25,000 paycheck like that's she could you know pay off a year of mortgages on her house like just stupid she just makes such stupid choices for David um but they keep saying over and over again that everybody's invited everyone's invited they're not even acknowledging that Mackenzie McKee is not there now oh by the way I will say I do think it's a good idea that they didn't bring the young and pregnant girls out. We've talked about this, that they like flew in the young and pregnant girls and then they got there and they were like, you know what? The vibes are good. I think we just don't want to bring them out here. I think that was probably a good choice. Um, I think that like there seems to be a good dynamic and there's like a good amount of people with who is there between the T-Mom 2 and the OG girls that like I think it was probably a good idea not to bring them in um especially some well I could, didn't Rachel Beaver get told she to stay home I don't remember but like someone like Kaya who would just be like screaming I think it would have been nice if they could have brought in <laughs> just like Tiaza look I know Tiaza is not the teen mom but you guys know I like Tiaza <laughs> they could have brought in like Tiaza Kayla and Luke um who else is on teen mom young and pregnant nah, I mean Brie I like <sighs> I don't know. I just don't think they would have added anything to the show. So I can see why production was like, actually, let's not bring them in. Although I'm kind of surprised they didn't bring them in for a couple of days. Whatever. But everybody's not there. And so for them to continuously say it over and over again, it's like, well, why aren't you acknowledging the fact that Mackenzie McKee isn't there? Um, and I'm pretty sure Mackenzie McKee is not filming Girls Night in because she's not on Ultimate Girls Trip. I... I I don't know, right? Like, why is she not filming Girls Night In? I have some theories, which I'm going to get into in a minute, why she's not on Ultimate Girls Trip. And I think I think I have a pretty good theory. I do. Um, but for Girls Night In, I'm guessing she's not on it only because they're advertising these kind of as a package, I think. Like, they're airing uh, Ultimate Girls Trip and then Girls Night In back to back. I think they're promoing them together. I wouldn't know. I haven't watched MTV Live in 25 years. But my guess would be is that like this is supposed to kind of be like one element of the show. And a lot of this show of Ultimate Girls Trip is them talking about how like the older girls don't really know the Team Mom 2 girls very well, blah, blah, blah. So I think like I think they're supposed to complement one another. And I guess that's why Mickey isn't there. But like that sucks for her. That's money. Like they they get paid for Girls Night In like everything. Every time you see these girlies faces on the screen, like they're getting a paycheck per episode. So not going on Ultimate Girl Trip and then also not being featured on Girls Night In is a pretty significant chunk of change for Mackenzie McKee that she's not getting. So that's interesting. Um, let's talk about what happened this week with with good old Mac McKee. So Mac McKee, as you all know, as I'm the one that will like never let it go, is racist and sucks. She and Cheyenne got into it this week um she for the reunion claimed the reason that she was not there at the reunion was because of Cheyenne and Cheyenne demanding that she not film with her Cheyenne kind of confirmed it and basically was like I just don't really want to be in the same room with Mackenzie um I have said I don't really think that Cheyenne has that power with MTV I I just don't think she does I think like I believe that she's like well I don't want to be in the same room with them but like if if MTV came back and was like well, too bad. Do you want to get paid or not? I think Cheyenne would be like, well, yeah, I want to get paid. And she would be there. So I have been ruminating in my mind. I've been just 
thinking, 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 thinking. All I do is think, 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 think about Mackenzie McKee not being at the reunion. Just kidding. But like when this comes up, I have been thinking about it. And so my theory is they know they is an MTV whoever the fucking production company of the show is, knows that Mac McKee is racist, but not just racist, that she's a real dummy. And they know that Josh is a real dummy. And they know that Josh is also racist, probably. I mean, I I don't have any proof. I don't have any proof. But, like, do I think that Josh McKee is probably racist? Yes. And according to Shy- according to Mackenzie, he's the one that said that she he was surprised that Cheyenne wasn't an ang- angry black woman or whatever it is that she said Josh said. So I think that MTV, I think that during that color of change segment that uh, Shy claims like Mac really, it took them a long time to film it. And then during the reunion when they talked about it and Mackenzie was kind of doubling down and like walking around the issue and supposedly MTV like really had to step in with that one and like edit it. I think that MTV likes Mackenzie McKee for Teen Mamochi. They like her storyline. They like the shit with her and Josh. They love her being a bad mom and having kids that misbehave. Like, I think they really like Mac when it comes to the show, which is why she's still on the show. And I agree. I like as far as this shitty show goes, I think that Mackenzie McKee has one of the more compelling storylines because her life is still pretty messy and she's willing to put her terrible marriage and terrible parenting on TV for us to see. So like I think that they like her on the show, but they are scared of what she will say if she is in the room with multiple people of color. And there are a lot of people of color on Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, Shy and Zach are there. Corey shows up at one point. I don't think he was there in the first episode. Um, Barr and Ashley are there. Who else is on the show? Bree is there. Devoin comes at one point. Um, Jade brought her friend. I don't remember. I have her name written down somewhere, but Jade brings her friend who is a woman of color. Like there are a bunch of people on the show who are not white. And I think that they are very scared of putting Mac McKee in a room full and Josh McKee, putting the McKee couple in a room full of people who are not white and like drama escalating in what Mackenzie will say because I think so far as far as MTV has like is concerned Mackenzie hasn't said anything that like isn't like that you can't come back from right like oh not to mention like I think Amber would like beat Mackenzie's ass over some shit not saying that Amber like isn't fucked up a racist or whatever but like I think that Amber really likes Cheyenne and I think that Amber really is the type of person that like if she heard Mackenzie say something racist like Amber would get in her face remember when um (laughs) Mackenzie Edwards read that letter to Macy and Amber got in her face and called her a cunt like I think Amber I think Amber would really be the one that like actually like if she heard Mac McKee say some sideways shit, like I think Amber would actually be the one that like really got in her face and hit her probably just I mean, it's just a guess, just a guess. But when it comes to oh, so I think that they're worried that like, you know, Mackenzie has said she had her colored thing where she insists she just said the wrong word. But as I've explained a million times, it was a racist fucking post. She's talked shit on indigenous people And people say, yeah, but her husband is like 50% Cherokee. And I'm like, yeah, it was her. It was his aunt specifically that she was using an example of as how Native Americans are lazy people and don't work and just live on welfare. She used Josh's aunts as the fucking example. So like (laughs) her husband and her children being indigenous doesn't mean shit to her. It don't mean shit. Um, I actually don't know if Josh is 50. I think he's. 25%. I think Josh's dad is 50%, but I honestly, I don't know for sure. But when it, like, I think everything she said has, like, MTV has been able to be like, okay, well, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But, like, if she gets in the room, I mean, imagine, imagine McKee making some slide slide some snide comment to Ashley that has like some weird racist overtone on it like Ashley would kill her (laughs) uh, rightfully right like Ashley would Ashley would go off 
I don't know what Cheyenne would do. I think Cheyenne is like way. Mm, I was going to say Cheyenne doesn't really get into fights like that, but that's probably not true. We've seen her lose her mind on people in her family. <laughs> I just thought, I think Cheyenne in this, in that situation would be less likely to fight with Mackenzie, like not physically, like for even verbally fight. I think she'd be like, I just, I'm not interested in this, but I think Ashley, mm, Ash, I think Ashley would not let Mackenzie get away with it. She would not let Mackenzie or Josh get away with it. Bar, if Josh said something, Corey, mm-mm. No, 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 no. And I think that MTV would then really have to do something. They'd have to fire Mackenzie. Like if if on a, a reunion or an Ultimate Girls Trip situation, Mackenzie like or Josh says something really, really bad, like they would have to fire her. Like they they could not justify keeping her on the show. And I think they just don't want to deal with it. So for them, it's easier to just keep this dum-dum like separated from the rest of the cast and like essentially just have her existing in her own world on Team Amoji and have everybody else existing on a different show. So that's my theory. Oh, I didn't even like get into the drama yet. Okay, let me take a quick break and then I'll talk about what happened. Okay, so Shy was on Instagram like doing some Q&A questions and she said something, I guess there's a question of like, why wasn't everybody at the Ultimate Girls Trip? And she said something like everybody was invited or I was told that everybody was invited, something like that. So Mackenzie McKee started doing what Mackenzie McKee does, which is going insane and also sending Instagram DMs. She posted all of these stories, but also, also DM'd a fan that had commented on a post somewhere and said, my word mix up is racist, but imagine I said I wanted to stomp a certain race's babies in the face. God bless. Heart emoji. Okay. So as you guys know, I really don't give a fuck about Cheyenne's shitty tweets when she was 17. Um, I've discussed this extensively. I do not think that a black teenager tweeting shit about white people is anything to lose my mind over I think they were really bad tweets like they were I mean saying that you want to kill white babies is bad (laughs) like don't say that there was an RT of somebody saying that shy loved Nazis like it's bad like they're bad I'm not excusing the tweets I'm not saying they're good but like I I just they're shitty tweets um I don't believe like I don't care about black people being racist towards white people I just don't care about it Feel free to leave me an Apple review talking about how you hate me for this. There are plenty of them. There are plenty talking about the fact that I don't care about Cheyenne's tweets. <laughs> it just it is what it is. Um, you can come into my Instagram comments and call me out on it, but I'll probably delete it, to be honest, because my comment section is a cheerocracy, not a democracy. And I delete shit I don't like because I want to. Um, I think I talked about that last week. Did I talk about that on... Yeah, on here last week, I think. I don't remember. But I think I talked about that last week. I've recorded a lot of podcasts in the last week or two. Um, so I just don't care that much. I just don't care that much about those tweets. I think they were really shitty. I think she shouldn't have tweeted them. But I just don't think they have the same weight as a white person being racist to black people, um, especially a 17-year-old teen that just watched The Help that was, like, upset about the, the misjustice Injustice, misjustice is not a word. I've said about like the extreme injustice in this world t- towards black people. Um, and fucking Mackenzie McKee, who is a 27 year old woman DMing some fucking shit to fans because she's so much of a pussy that she won't comment that shit in public. She sends she sends it via DMs. She likes to do that. She likes to DM because she's a fucking pussy and she won't say it for everybody to hear. She says it in secret. Um, and like Cheyenne's shitty tweets have truly nothing to do with Mackenzie being a fucking racist. They have nothing to do with Mackenzie being a racist. Nothing at all. Not one little tiny, teeny singular thing. So I don't even understand why she's, I mean, I know why she's bringing it up. Please don't get me wrong. I know why she's bringing it up because she's blowing her whistle. She's blowing her whistle saying racist assemble because those people that get so fucking mad about Cheyenne's tweets want to hear that. 
They want to hear that, right? Like they want to hear that. And it just like I it enrages me the fact that Mackenzie thinks that what she does is the same thing as those tweets. Not to mention Cheyenne, as far as we know, has like genuinely actually changed since sending out those shitty, like nonsensical Tomlin pointed out in like a comment on this post that I posted on Instagram, like just like how nonsensical the tweets that Cheyenne did are, which is so true. Like they don't even make fucking sense, honestly. Like they don't make sense. They're crazy. They're they they make no sense, most of them. Um, like they're so shittily worded. They're just so stupid, the tweets. So like Cheyenne at seven tween, seven tween, 17 tweets these like terrible, shitty, nonsensical tweets. Okay. And since then has not done this behavior again. Um, if anything, Cheyenne uses her platform really fucking well, really fucking well. She gives a ton of play to like social issues in her segments. She actually uses her platform for good and she actually uses her platform in a way that she's trying to create change and like her and her family like get really vulnerable on their segments and talk about racism and what it's like being black and like take on a lot of abusive hate in the comments and like from shitty racists that watch this show in order to talk about something that they believe is important. So like Cheyenne does the work, right? Like Cheyenne puts her money where her mouth is, for lack of better words, and like actually gets up here and talks about shit. I'll say the same for Barr and Ashley. They've talked a lot about what it's like to be the only black cast members on Team Mom 2. That's not true. Devon's on Team Mom 2. Devoin is on Team Mom 2. But Ashley's the only black mom on Team Mom 2. And like she's talked a lot about like the racist, extreme racist abuse that she gets on the show. And like Cheyenne really like invites a lot of hate from assholes by talking about what's right in her segment. So like not only do I not care about Chai's old tweets, but like she's atoned for them, right? Like not that I I really think she has anything to atone for, but when I hear people be like, well, she shouldn't have said that. She should change. It's like, well, she did change. But McKee, on the other hand, is not changing in any way. In fact, she's actively getting worse. She's actively getting worse by DMing that shit. Like, she's doing worse. She's continuously proving herself to be a shitty, racist, awful human being over and over and over and over and over again. So she sends that and she also posts all this shit on her story and then she deleted her account because, you know, she loves to delete an account. Okay, I have to zoom in. Hold on. My inbox is flooded with overwhelming messages and social media has been a rough go this week. What people don't understand is that I am not hurt one. Hold on. I have to zoom in a little better to read this. Okay, she said, what people don't understand is that I'm not hurt one single. I am not a part of something. (laughs) I know it doesn't make a lot of sense. But what does hurt is that MTV lied to me about it all. And I had to find out via social media. That is 100% not the OG's fault. And they'd absolutely no say so. If I could go back and do things differently, I would. I truly tried way too hard to something that's cut off. Find my mis- fix my mistake, and a certain someone never once, and a, and a certain someone never once deserved to be brought into this mess of mine. Okay. Um. Learning to stop reading comments sent my way, acting on them or letting them affect my mental health has been challenging. I've been so frustrated with people comparing mistakes. So why are you comparing mistakes? What? Why are you doing that? If you're frustrated with people comparing mistakes, why are you fucking sending at the same goddamn time you're posting this, you're sending a fucking DM comparing mistakes. Also, you didn't do a fucking mistake. That's like, I like want to pick up my laptop and throw it into my wall right now, like to just like let out the annoyance that I have with Mackenzie McKee when it comes to her using the word mistake, because I've shared a million times the fucking post itself she shared was fucking racist. Okay, Uh, but my final words are simply an apology to everyone involved in my mess because of me and I never meant harm or pain on anyone. Love me or hate me, none of us deserve to be lied to by creative. And sure, I agree with that. MTV should fucking man up and be like, you're not allowed to come because you're racist. Like, I don't I agree with her there. It's fucked up that MTV's lying to her. That's fucked up. It's totally fucked up. Of course, it's fucked up. MTV shouldn't lie to her about this shit. It's bullshit. But like everything else she does, I can't stand. This entire situation was blown 
up for over a year now, and I take blame for how it all went down. My intentions, spelled with an E, E E-N-T-E-N-T-I-O-N-S. My intentions were never for this to end how it did, and I would never guess being this new girl, and I would never guess being the new girl would end like this. Okay. Being the new girl. Like, she's like being the new girl at school that's just being bullied. Also, end like this. Is she off the show? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I wouldn't be like shocked. But like I said, I think MTV likes her storyline enough. I do think it's shitty that MTV lies to her. Just fucking man up MTV and be like, here's the dealio. We can't have you in the same room as people because we don't trust you not to be racist. But hey, girlie, we really like you. We're still going to pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to film your life. Um, You're just going to have to deal with it. You can be on the show or not. Oh, I just find her to be so fucking hypocritical when she calls it a mistake, when she acts like colored is the only issue. I need to find my zen. I need to find my zen again after that rant. (laughs) I just I just think she's a really bad person. So that's that's what's going on with McKee not being on Ultimate Girls Trip. So let's talk about Ultimate Girls Trip. Like I said, I had so much fun watching it. Like I am truly shocked by how much fun I had watching it. I think it was kind of like the perfect, at least for this first episode. I think I'm not sure if I'm going to recap it every week. I may do every other week. I guess I'll watch this upcoming week and see if there if I feel like there's enough to talk about and maybe like an every other week type of recap show much like sister wives if you go to my patreon patreon.com slash Liz explains you can hear me recap sister wives this new season is just fucking incredible I love it so much but in my opinion like it doesn't make a good weekly recap show um oh by the way this week on patreon is going to be cheer season two princess is going to come on and we are going to talk about that kid nation is coming up there's been some scheduling issues but hopefully we'll be recorded next weekend in person with tomlin because i'll be with tomlin in person so that would be way better than recording on zoom so we're pretty sure we're going to be able to do that which is great but it will be coming in the month of january come hell or high water kid nation i guess i shouldn't promise anything but that's Uh, I'm really, really hoping that that will be the case, but cheer season two will be this week. Uh, Princess and I are recording that this week. I'm super excited. Cheer season two has been tough to watch. (laughs) That shit is dark, 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 dark. Every time Jerry comes on my screen, my screen, my screen, I do like a full body clench. I'm really looking forward to talking about it. Princess and I did an episode on season one, um, which lives on the feathers in my hair feed somewhere. It was originally on the Solid Listen Patreon because I didn't even have my own Patreon yet when Cheer Season 1 came out. Um, And then I think it was released as a free episode at some point on feathers in my hair. So if you want to listen to that, you can. But go to patreon.com slash Liz Explains and join my Patreon. It's $5 a month and you get access to, I think, almost 150 episodes at this point talking about all good shit. So, yeah, I'm just not sure for Team Mom Ultimate Girls Trip if I, which is, I will be what I'm calling it. Family reunion is not a phrase that I will be using. I don't believe in that phrase when it comes to this show. I know they took it from fucking Jersey Shore, but like on Jersey Shore, at least it makes sense. No sense. Makes no sense for Teen Mom. Not one lick of sense. Um, I guess it's just like what MTV is doing for branding. But yet... I just don't know if uh, Ultimate Girl Trip will have enough content each week to recap it. So we'll see. Um, but we're supposed to believe that this is Macy and Cheyenne's idea, which do we believe that? I don't believe that. <laughs> Why would we believe that? Who who came up with this? Why are we pretending? This is like we have broken the fourth wall, right? So like... Why don't we decide that, like, we don't need to come up with these silly covers anymore and pretend like Cheyenne and Macy have created a trip, a therapy-based trip? (laughs) Why don't they just say production called us and asked if we wanted to do this and we said yes. And by the way, I'm going to be the one that narrates this because I am 
still, all of these years later, the most popular girl here. Because Macy is basically the narrator for this. But we're pretending that Shy and Macy are the hosts of the show. Um, Kate and Tyler are not there because little baby Raya was born like five days before filming started. Let's go over who is there. So Shy and Zach are there. In the preview, we see Corey shows up eventually. Macy's there. Taylor's not with her, which I think makes sense. I... They're going with this angle that he stayed home with the kids, but, like, that's good because, like, Macy really needs to find herself outside of being a mom, which I'm not mocking as in as so far as, like, like, I know that's a real thing. Please don't get me wrong. But something with Macy feels so fake. Like, I don't know. I just don't think Macy, like, cares about shit like that. Like, I don't think that's an authentic to Macy experience. I feel like Macy feels really confident with who she is and like what her life looks like. She obviously has issues as we saw on the show, but I, I just don't think Macy's like, I really need to get away from it all to like find myself. <laughs> so Macy's there by herself. Amber and Gary are there. And that's everybody from Team Emoji. Then Leah is there by herself, but it looks like her new boyfriend shows up. And he's like a new, new boyfriend at this point. This was filmed in August, I'm pretty sure, because baby Raya was born either at the end of August or the beginning of September. And she met this guy for the first time in July. So, like, this is her new, new boyfriend. Um, I'm looking forward to a Teen Mom 2 season with him because... I'm curious. Like, look, do they look good in Instagram pictures? Yeah, but that doesn't mean shit. I have questions. I have questions about anybody that's willing to date any teen mom. So Leah's new boyfriend shows up eventually. I'm kind of surprised her sister isn't here. Um, This seems like a real Victoria Messer situation. Like, I think Victoria actually would have done well. She would have been good as Leah's plus one. And I'm kind of surprised she didn't come. I wonder if maybe she couldn't get child coverage she does have three kids Leah's you know able to send the older girls to Corey's and I'm sure Addie either goes to her mom's or to Jeremy's mom's house but it's probably harder for although I don't know are Victoria's children's fathers in their lives Royer moved to America this week or he's moving to America this week his visa got approved I'm happy for them I know he has kids that he's leaving behind in Costa Rica but you know you know, we all make choices, but I'm happy for Victoria and her baby that like her soon to be husband is going to be able to come live with her and like raise his newest child. So mazel to them for that. Okay. So we have Leah's there. Um, Who else is there? So then Jade is there with her friend. What is this person's name? I wrote it down, but now I can't find it in my notes. Oh, Chow. I think her name is. She didn't really talk much this episode. I know we've seen her. Like, I recognize her, but she didn't really play into it that much. And I think we only heard her name once. So Jade is there with her. Jade looks good. Like, she looks good. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not really sure the surgery seems worth it. Like, she doesn't look that different to me. Her face does. So I guess, like, the face lipo she got made like a pretty significant difference but as far as her body goes I'm like does she look that different I don't feel like she looks that different like is it just me do I have an inaccurate memory of what Jade looked like before her surgery because like she's in her outfit and she looks good but I feel like Jade always looks good like Jade's good at hair and makeup and like putting on an outfit that looks good on her so I feel, I'm like I was looking at her this whole episode being like I don't think she really looks that different. I just don't think so. And like how horrific that surgery was and how long her recovery was. I'm like, I don't I don't see how this is worth it, to be honest. Like if she's happier than to each their own. But like I was expecting uh, like Jade to be unrecognizable, honestly, which old girl is on Instagram. It is Jade's angles and filters on Instagram. I literally like, you could show me some pictures of her, and I'd be like, I don't know who that is. They are unrecognizable, the pictures that she posts. That's something I don't get. Like, I have people in my real life that do that. I've talked about the girl with no face filter, like, which is what I call it when somebody posts a filter, blurs their face so much that they have no nose. 
um, and they essentially look like they just don't have a face, like the girl with no face filter. I don't understand that. I mean, I love a filter. Like, please, like, let me take all of my selfies on a Snapchat, not a Snapchat filter, but like just the Snapchat camera natural filter that they put in. Not even the beauty filter, but just like the, you know, like if you just take a picture on Snapchat, it's filtered. Like, that's what I'm all about. So like, this is not me hating on a filter, please. Please do not take it that way. I'm not hating on editing pictures. I'm not hating on filters. But like, when you get to the point that you're unrecognizable, that I can look at your picture and say, I'm not quite sure who that is. You've taken it too far. Like Tana Mojo, the YouTuber, my friend Christine and I are always sending pictures back and forth of her. Like she facing to the fact that it's like, I don't think Tana lives on planet Earth. It confuses me so much because I'm like, we see you in video all of the time without makeup on. Like, we know what you look like and we know that you don't look like this. Like, are you trying to convince us that this is what you look like? Are you trying to convince yourself that this is what you look like? Like, obviously, I only post pictures if I feel like I look nice in them. It's a flattering picture. I put a little filter on it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not hating on that. But when you don't look like yourself, what are we doing here? I what are we doing if you don't have a fucking nose because it's so blurred out like things have gone amiss <laughs> like you have to have a nose unfortunately <laughs> all of us we have noses we can't deny that okay okay so Jade is there uh Brie and Brittany are there Devoin comes eventually but he's not there like that night so Brie and Britt are there uh Lee is by herself Brie Britt I think that's Ev- oh, and Ashley and Barr are there. So that's everybody who's there. Um, Farrah comes eventually. They show her a ton in the preview, even though we know she only comes for a day. And then there are some other surprises. They show someone like strutting in and she's wearing heels and jeans. And I don't know who it is. Like they show in the preview. Um, like it's definitely not Farrah, like based on her leg size, because Farrah is like very thin. And the person that we saw is just not like has a bigger leg than Farrah has. Like, I really don't think that was Farrah stomping in that we saw. So I'm definitely curious, like, who that could be. Maybe Kate comes for a day, even though she just had a baby. I'm sure she, like, physically, I don't know if she physically can fly out. But I wonder if they have Kate come for, like, one night or some shit like that. Because that it looked more like Kate. Like, her legs looked more like it would be Kate. So I don't know. I'm not sure who it is. I'm definitely curious about like the surprise guests that will come. That's fun. I like that. Like during the preview, I was like, oh, fun. Surprise guests. <laughs> okay. So the whole premise of this show is that they're all going to get together and like a life there, a life coach is there, which like, LOL. What is a life coach? Honestly, what is a life coach? You, It's not licensed. I mean, I know you can become like you can get certificates and shit, but there's no like governing body like there is a therapist. I guess life coaches are just willing to go on TV because they don't have ethics like therapists do. <laughs> Although I'm still laughing at Macy um, in her season seeing her therapist, but her therapist being credited as like a virtual educator because I'm assuming she like wouldn't agree to see her as a therapist on television. But I'm definitely curious like why like who becomes a life coach? Who hires a life coach that isn't on reality TV? When I think of a life coach, I think of Nini on The Real Houses of Atlanta getting that life coach over and she came over to like drink margaritas and eat chips and salsa. <laughs> uh, I had a boss that got a business coach for a minute and she was actually really helpful to him in some ways. He wasn't ready to like make serious changes, but she did have like a lot of really reasonable, great suggestions. And I still remember her full name, which I won't say it on here, but like he was a mess. And anytime he would be a mess, I would constantly be like, and I would use her full name. I'd be like, do you think so-and-so would approve of this behavior? (laughs) And he'd be like, no, no, she wouldn't. Okay. I know. I know she wouldn't. He just wasn't ready to like hear her changes and bring them into his life, but he really, he really should have. Um, I really miss him. He was a really, I loved him. He was a great boss. I would like babysit his children. It was great. Um, okay. So the, as I said, the premise of the show is that they're all going to get together and fight basically (laughs) is the premise of the show. I don't know why we're pretending otherwise. Um, So the main issue in this first episode is that 
Brie and Ashley, who we know are friends, not Brie and Ashley, I'm sorry, Brie and Jade, who we know are friends, Brie was there during the surgery, et cetera, et cetera, which I still think was one of like the finest moments of friendships that we've ever seen on Teen Mom, because Teen Mom is not a show that thrives on friendships, as we all know. A lot of these women don't really have friends, or at least not featured on the television show, and watching Brie be a good friend to Jade was really refreshing I'm looking for I can't believe I'm about to say this I'm like really looking forward to seeing the surgery stuff on girls night in that's unwell I'm not okay I'm actually concerned for myself that I'm looking forward to teen mom girls night in what is wrong with me also I'm glad Mackenzie's not on there because she's not funny and she's stupid like she's just not funny there to me like Mackenzie McKee is not a likable person and she never has been ever so I I mean I guess I just don't understand that like blonde Christian influencer brand you know it's just not for me personally um I mean it is on rec- like I hate all blonde people <laughs> just kidding could you imagine <laughs> I remember once I said something about like hating people with blue eyes and someone dm me and was like kind of serious about it and I was like okay like relax blue eye <laughs> like fucking relax <laughs> I think ah oh my god I just sent my Surrey off somehow my Apple watch and she told me that she would not respond to me saying relax or fuck off blue eye okay I guess Siri has blue eyes confirmed and she's offended by me not liking blue eyed freaks <laughs> oh goodness gracious um why was I talking about oh because I don't like Mackenzie McKean she has blonde hair I was like why was I talking about blonde people oh I really truly lost it okay so as we all know Jade Ashley Brie they've all had this drama for a while Jade and Ashley goes back Ashley is still pretending like she didn't lie about being asked to go on Teen Mom 2 I feel like I'm fucking like actually fucking admit that you lied just be like look I was embarrassed like I really wanted it I was embarrassed that I didn't get it and so like I lied about it It was stupid and looking back like I don't know why I did that I wish like people could just admit that they told lies sometimes like I was in a weird place in my life like it really hurt my self-esteem and like I still wasn't used to like being on TV and having to like answer for myself on social media so like I told a lie and said they asked me to be on Team Mom 2 and I said no to save face and that was stupid and like I actually think that would be really interesting because I bet I mean I know we know a ton of people on social media do this type of shit because it's really fucking hard to be famous and be on social media and like I can't imagine going from like being a complete unknown person to suddenly having like 150 Instagram followers being on a television show and like getting comment after comment like why aren't you on Team Mom 2 why are you on Team Mom 2 are you jealous that you're not on Team Mom 2 and I can see how like you're already in a bad place in your life which Ashley is almost always in a bad place in her life even when she wants to pretend like she's not like I can see how and she was also like 21 years old I can see how you would just like tell this little lie and like not really expect it to go anywhere. And like, I, I think that's actually quite relatable. So it's stupid that she's pretending like it still happened. She says there was some confusion over like, um, who was on Teen Mom, who was asked to be on like Teen Mom 2 and like who wasn't. It's like, no, there was absolutely no confusion. It was between you and Jade and they asked Jade and you went on Instagram and you said they asked you, but you said no. And we know this for a fact because nobody would turn down Teen Mom 2 to stay on Teen Mom Young and Pregnant. As we have all discussed, it would be like turning down the big show to stay in the minor leagues. It would not happen. And we also know for a fact that this wouldn't fucking happen because when Teen Mom 2 finally came calling, you said, yes, please. And now you're on Teen Mom 2. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Um. Brie and Jade are just like, Ashley bullies us online. Now, when it comes to Jade, I actually believe this as far as I can remember. And I might be wrong. It really has been mostly Ashley picking at Jade over and over and over again. Pick, 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 pick. I think with Brie, Brie runs her mouth a lot more. And Brie is a lot more like Ashley in the fact that she's a little keyboard warrior. And so like, um, I with Ashley and Brie, what happened is like, I guess Devoin had like 
commented that he wanted to fuck Ashley or something. And so Brie like tweeted some shit and Ashley responded to it. It was definitely it definitely seemed way more two sided with Ashley and Brie. I don't think it's as two sided with Ashley and Jade. I really do think Ashley instigates it. Um, I've talked a lot about how Ashley is like a totally different person on social media than she's on the show in a way that I find like really confusing on the show. I find Ashley often to be quite level headed, rational. In fact, like admirable in the way that she behaves a lot of times. I'm often like, wow, Ashley seems really mature. She's making good choices. This was stupid, but then she did this right, blah, blah, blah. Like there are a lot of times I'm like actively on Ashley's side and then I see her behavior on social media and it just feels so different from the Ashley we see on the show. So I guess on in that regard, I am on Brie and Jade's side. Um, I just like, especially like when... If I like I get why I don't think Jade should have escalated things like she did, but I get like if you are Jade and Ashley is sitting there and she's like, I'm sorry, I should have reached out to you. Jade's like two weeks ago, you called me fat (laughs) two weeks ago. You reposted my picture and made fun of my body. Why are you acting like there was a miscommunication? (laughs) Like. I think I would feel that way too. And I do think I hate the word bullying in context of reality TV. And I'm really, I'm only using it here, even though I don't quite agree that that's what I would call it. But I do think that Ashley bullies Jade a little. Um, I mm, I hate to use that word, but it, it, I, I'm going to use it just because that's what they're using on the show. But I hope that I make it clear that I like, I don't really believe it's bullying in the classic sense, but I do think like Ashley picks at Jade. I think Ashley sees Jade as a really easy target. Um, and she's right. She is an easy target. And I think Jade falls into the trap every fucking time. And I also think Ashley's really good at like working people up and then being like, you look crazy right now. Like, why are you getting so mad? Like, I'm really calm and I'm really mature. And like, I don't know why you're screaming. Like, I, I think Ashley's smart about who she picks to do that to, honestly. And like, if you notice, she didn't. She doesn't go nearly as hard as Brie um, because I think Brie is somebody that's willing to be like, okay, all right, thanks. I appreciate your apology. Let's move forward. And so Ashley then like pivots to Jade. Um, Brie is just friends with Jade and like doesn't really like Ashley. And so she's going to go a lot harder at Ashley. But I think that Brie and Ashley like, I don't think the beef runs like very, very deep. But there was also the element that Ashley's actually friends with Kale and like has gone on Instagram live with Kale and like talk shit on Brie. Like there's a lot more between Brie and Ashley that they showed happening. But I do think that the main beef is Jade and Ashley and it all dates back to that Teen Mom 2 reunion where uh, Ashley was like, or that Teen Mom young and pregnant, whatever, with the Teen Mom 2 girls where, uh, Ashley was just like super, super, super jealous that Jade got Team Mom 2 and she didn't. So that's that aspect of it. Um, we find out Shy, which by the way, did you guys hear uh, Jade call Cheyenne Shy? Like, they called her Shy, not Shy. I feel like I'm saying she called her Shay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, Shy and Shy sound the same. <laughs> she called her Shay. I'm so stupid. I'm as stupid as all of these girls, by the way. I know I like get on here. I'm like, they're stupid. Like, I'm stupid too. She called her Shay, I noticed. And I was like, wow, they really don't watch each other's shows. <laughs> they really don't know each other. So Ashley is like, Bar and I are on bad terms, which makes sense because this would have been around the time, I believe, that. Bar was getting arrested, right? When did Bar get arrested and they filmed the Team Mom 2 reunion? I think it would be around this time. And she's like, we're not on good terms. She's not wearing her engagement ring. Um, but obviously they still came together because they're always going to be best friends. And Shai's asking Ashley about it. And Ashley goes, well, we're legally married. I was like, excuse me? You are what? You're what? Huh? Huh-huh? You're, you did what? <laughs> Why the fuck did they get legally married? Now, we knew this kind of in that Pastor T had confirmed it like a month or two ago on Instagram, but I still wasn't convinced. Ashley, Ashley, girl, they did it in sometime early-ish 2021. 
Those fucking dum-dums. Well, not Barr. Barr's not a dum-dum. Barr's a smart smart for doing that. Legally convincing Ashley to hitch herself to him. Ashley, girly, what are you doing? You live in a community property state. (laughs) Every cent that you make while you're with Barr is going to be half his. Oh, she's so stupid. Like, all I can hope is that she signed a prenup, although we know she didn't sign a prenup. Also, I'm not even sure if you can prenup that in California. Like, I don't even know if you can prenup away community property stuff. Oh, Ashley. Ashley hustles. So every cent that she's made basically in the last year, Barr is entitled to half of it. <sighs> My God. Ash. She's like, Barr needs to get on the straight and narrow or we're going to get divorced. I'm like. I my head is spinning at this like divorce. <laughs> We're getting divorced. I didn't even realize we got married. I can't believe that they like didn't include that on the show. What a mistake. What a mistake. How are you gonna get married legally and not include it on your television show? That's fucked up. Honestly, how dare you? How dare you? Oh, an interesting thing. You know how they've added the talking head to the Teen Mom 2? And Girls Night In, like, they show the cast comedy. Like, why don't we get talking heads? And I'm like, oh, yeah, why don't they get talking heads? Why did they add that to Teen Mom 2 and not Teen Mom OG? Curious about that. Okay, so we find out that Sean's been in rehab for a month and a half. There's actually a nice talk. Here's the thing. I get where Jade and uh, Brie are coming from and that they don't like that Ashley's a bitch on the internet and then when they get together she's fine but like it like you're all on a show together like just let her be fake but they have a conversation where I thought Ashley was being like really nice she was saying like you know as the daughter of an addict I understand like it was really hard when my mom like kept my dad away but now as an adult I get it Chloe will understand you are a good mom Sean tries to be a good father like I I just thought Ashley was being nice and Jade was like not receptive to it at all. And that's why I knew it was going to be bad, like that they were going to fight because I don't know. I feel like I'm more of an Ashley and that I'm willing to just like if I'm in a situation like that, I'm willing to just like drop it. But also at the same time, I like don't then get on inter- the Internet and I'm like, this girl looks like shit. <laughs> so I guess I'm not really an Ashley. Um, they bring in the life coach. Because everybody's getting along a little too well. And MTV said, oh, no, 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 no. And they do scream therapy, which is something I think is so stupid. It's so stupid, scream therapy. So stupid. They all have to scream a word out that they want to let go of. Leah screams trust because according to Leah, she's 100% guarded and she doesn't let anyone in. What the fuck is she talking about when she says that? Leah, girly, what? I'm sorry. This is the same Leah that has her girls around a man, like has her girls doing like family pictures with a man that she's been with for less than six months. I'm. She doesn't trust him. She had her girls moved in with some fucking guy that she'd been with like for three months. She doesn't trust people. What is she talking about when she says that? <laughs> Sometimes these people say stuff and I'm like, what you are saying does not reflect reality. If anything, it seems like Leah trusts too easily. (laughs) Like if there's anything going on, it seems like Leah like really, really trusts people and really lets them in incredibly too quickly. And she shouldn't do that. That was so weird when she said that. Macy screams, I am not enough. And she starts crying because she just feels like she's always taking care of other people. And she does that because she feels like she's not good enough. I don't know. The Macy of it all, I'm like, okay. I did think Macy looked cute here. She was wearing like a leopard print skirt and a black tank top. And her hair was done in a way that we usually don't see her hair. I thought she looked cute. She looked uncharacteristically cute. Like she she was going for a different look than we normally see, which I appreciated. All I want for this year, my New Year's resolution. Here's my New Year's resolution. Do you want to hear it? It's for Macy to take her gauges out. <laughs> my New Year's resolution is for Macy to take her gauges out and like get that surgery that fixes her uh, 
earlobes because those are going to be stretched forever. And then she doesn't have gauges or stretched ears anymore. I just, I'm going to be honest, I don't like them at all. I have never liked stretch earlobes ever. It's not a look I've ever liked. But there are some people that pull it off okay. Look, I'm like very conservative in looks. Like, let's be real. Like, I'm not really that into tattoos. Like, I I don't know if I've like ever discussed this, but it is what it is, right? Like, my opinion doesn't actually mean anything. If you have gauged ears and you like them, like, truly fuck what I think. I'm sure I wear shit that people are like, that is so fucking ugly. And so, you know, this is really a to each his own conversation. But like, there are definitely people I see that pull off gauged ears. It looks good with their outfit, their style, their hair, their makeup. Like, it makes sense in the context of them. With Macy, it just doesn't work. It's never worked. It doesn't work. And I just want her to get rid of them. I do. I do. I, I hate to say it, but I do. But she looked really cute in this outfit, and I was happy to see that. So Amber screams fuck men because she lets men in ever since she's been on TV, and they come and they steal all her, all her money. And I'm like... Is that your only issue? And then, and then I thought to myself, what if Matt shows up? Now, that's what I want to see. MTV, if you're listening, I know you've already filmed this show, but bring Matt in. Bring him in. I would love, love, love to see Matt show up. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) They can't legally bring in Andrew. I'm pretty sure there's still like a no contact order, but Matt? bring him in. Let's see. Let's get it going. Oh my God. That would be so fucking funny. That would really make ultimate girls trip for me personally. Okay. So then it's Bree's turn and she like literally shimmies up to her position. I'm like, oh, Bree's performing. Like Bree's ready to perform. And she says, I hate fake people or something like that. And the life coach is like, who is the fake person that you hurt? And Bree goes, Ashley. (laughs) So they start talking it out and Jade speaks up and gets involved and at first it's going like okay um Ashley is taking accountability she's saying sorry it's interesting at one point Cheyenne like steps in and she's like I don't like this I feel like it's like you're starting to gang up on her which makes sense right because suddenly it's like Jade and Brie versus Ashley and Ashley in fact is like no 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 it's totally fine I there I don't feel ganged up on let them both talk and I'm like okay cool like this is going well but I think And I get why Jade is so mad because like I said, it's really, I think the issue is, is that Ashley is like, Ashley's sitting there and she's like, I'm so sorry. I should have just talked to you. I should have just talked to you. But she's not actually owning up for the fact that like she's been super mean. It's more, she's more making it seem like, you know, I like misspoke about some things and like or you misunderstood some of my posts and I shouldn't have like just let it get away from us. I should have reached out and like directly addressed it, which isn't really what happened. Right. Like Jade is like, why two weeks ago? So what happened was Jade posted a picture of like her new body based just like a picture of her and she's wearing like bike shorts and it's like the backside of her. And Ashley reposted that to her stories and wrote something like, girl, let me help you. Like, absolutely saying her body looks bad. Like, that is truly the only context of this picture. Like, there is no other way to interpret this. She did not mean anything else. It is clear as day what this fucking post meant. And Ashley's like, no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. I'm so sorry you took it that way. No, I meant it like I could. I'm like, Ashley, shut up. Like, just admit it. Just admit it. And so Jade starts to get madder, 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 madder. And Ashley's like doing this very calm, calm, calm thing. And the life coach is like, okay, okay, let's stop. Let's stop. This obviously isn't going to get solved tonight because the life coach probably wants to like keep it, the scream therapy moving. There are still people to go. And then Jade, like, this is where I'm like, Jade, calm down. This is where I like leave leave my ability to be like I get why Jade's so upset because like they've calmed down and then Jade like starts escalating again and this is a Jade thing right like we know that Jade has very little control over her anger we've seen it on the show a million times Jade has zero abilities once she started to stop and that's a behavior that I find really concerning in people I don't like it I'm it's an unattractive behavior to me like I need you to be able to like walk away 
right? Like just walk away. Like Jade in that moment when the life coach was like, okay, let's kill it. Let's stop. Even if you think Ashley is still talking bullshit, like you can remember, like we are here for a full week. Like there are going to be other chances where I get to confront her. Like me screaming at Ashley right now is not going to do anything. Like we can continue this tomorrow. But instead, Jade has to then like keep it going and basically start lunging at Ashley. Um, immediately, staff comes in and breaks them up. Uh, there is a point that they're standing very close to each other. And Amber's like, I don't feel comfortable with how close you're standing. And Ashley, like her ability. And I don't I know I just said I need Jade to be able to like turn it off. But Ashley's ability to be like, it's totally fine. Oh, I girls, I'm sorry. I'm taking accountability. I am. <laughs> I am. Girls, you know, I'm sorry. It's kind of creepy. Like it, it makes me like ugh. it. it's an like it's icky to me. Watch her do that. Like something's gross about it in a way I don't like. Um, so Jade's losing her mind. They get Ashley away and Cheyenne and her are talking. And Cheyenne's like, look, you you were right. Like you took accountability. You said you're sorry. You did everything that you could do, which, you know, whatever isn't really true. But fine. I get like why shy is like doing this as like a like she's like trying to keep like Ashley grounded now she's like I'm totally fine <laughs> no I did it you notice how they didn't take accountability for anything which is true right like it's all Ashley's fault it's all Ashley's fault it's all Ashley's fault uh they like didn't own up to truly anything and Ashley then is like but you know what if they want to come for me, <laughs> I'll make them cry those fucking bitches I'll fight them and she's like what <laughs> Like, and suddenly, suddenly it just snaps. It just like totally snaps. So the life coach is trying to like keep Jade calm and like process it. And Jade is crying and just being like, she bullies me. She makes me feel like shit. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then they're all like kind of still in this area. Uh, oh, by the way, the other cast members that are not teen moms had like not the main people had gone back to the hotel. So like Leah shy and Ashley are sitting down and like Brie and Jade are standing up kind of like behind them and they're talking a little more and suddenly uh Ashley like like Jade Jade says something Ashley stands up and is like you want to fucking go they're getting pulled away again Jade is like getting dragged out and Ashley is twerking as Leah's slapping her ass laughing Leah's having the time of her life she thinks it's so funny um, which makes me laugh because I remember one time Brie like confronted Leah and Leah like was like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh gosh it was just like watching Ashley just like twerking Cheyenne is like what the fuck <laughs> it was so stupid it was so stupid but it really made me laugh Jade and that's the thing like it's I I don't like it and it's like I think it's gross but also it's like I mean it's a skill like Ashley is able to get people really riled up and then she makes them look like the crazy ones <laughs> so yeah this was super fun to watch it was super fun I'm going to keep watching I'm gonna keep talking about it on this pod I'm not sure how exactly I will do that but I will and I, I hope you guys all watch. I would say it's actually, I know this is shocking because I tell you not to watch Team Mom, but it's actually worth watching this and Girls Night In. So that's it for me. If you want to hear my cheer season two thoughts, make sure to go to patreon.com slash Liz Explains. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Solid Listen Network. Find me on Instagram at feathers underscore pod.